Really excited to have Joy Villa coming on this podcast. Uh, really big name guest for us, and I appreciate her taking the time. Uh, it's a crazy day here in New York City. Things are definitely a little different, yet Gotham Podcast Studio is open. So I'm here. Chris, you're over there. I'm and- here in the snow, in the dank snow in Omaha, Nebraska. Yeah, we're going to make this thing happen somehow. But before we get to Joy, Fort Scott Munition sponsors every single episode of ours. We're so glad to be associated with them. Great people, great brand. They're a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring they receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states. And as you were saying uh, to me, Chris, things are selling out pretty quickly over there with what's going on. Yeah, the the if you see ammunition, you get out there and check it out, guys. You'll see that just like the toilet paper paper in the Purell, ammunition is being bought up like crazy. I don't know why, guys. I'm telling you all to calm the hell the hell down. But for the ammunition companies and Fort Scott in particular, make fantastic ammo. Um, if you are getting it from Fort Scott, which I always recommend you should, just be advised that there's gonna, probably going to be about a week or so. Uh, delay in getting you your ammo because they are just getting swamped with orders, which is a good thing for them. Fantastic. I, you know, I, I, we want the economy to go well. We want people's businesses to stay rolling. Um, I'm glad they're doing well. But if you're ordering it from Fort Scott, which I highly recommend you do for home defense and hunting, um, just be advised that it may be a week or so longer than you than it had been in the past if you've ordered with them before, or if you haven't before, just add an extra seven days on there just so because they're trying to fill orders as fast as they can. All right, well, thanks for letting people know that. It's fortscottmunitions.com. Use exclusive promo code BATTLELINE, one word, of course, for 15% off your order. Only available to listeners of the podcast, fortscottmunitions.com, F-O-R-T-S-C-O-T-T-M-U-N-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and this podcast right here, the Battleline Podcast. Let's hit the music and get right into it. On the microphones, pure and uncensored American straight talk. Never quit. You're locked and loaded with Chris Peranto and Ian Scotto. This is the Battleline Podcast. Episode 19, and uh, as I said in the intro, a very different New York City at the moment, but Gotham Podcast Studio is still open, so 
I came in and, and we're still rolling along here. It's been a it's been a pretty crazy week for I think all of us in the country. Um, yeah, I've, yeah. For me, it's it's just business as usual. I'll be honest, guys. I I've done four speaking events in the last two weeks. I was in California, in Kansas City. I was in Fort Fort uh, Fort Worth, Texas. I just spoke in Indiana, right near right outside uh right actually northeast Indiana, which is near Chicago there. And guys, and you know, Ian and I will have differences of opinion here because I, I see I see the world a little bit different um, because of what I've been doing. I, I've been shaking hands. I've probably shook two thousand hands in the last two weeks. Flown in, I don't know how, how many airports I've been in. DFW, you know, I was out in Palm Springs Airport and Denver's Airport. You know, I've been walking around with all this stuff, and and I'm I'm fine. You're gonna be <laughs> fine because this is the calm before the storm. But a but, month from but, now, it's gonna I, be I, a I lot different. Don't believe that bullshit either, dude. But that's me. I, you so the, so I don't believe that crap. Either. Here's what it boils down to, you know. And I'll be honest. The past few days, I've really, um, I think, like most of us, have, uh, you know, done a little bit more research, and we've also learned a lot more in the past few days. And I think the big problem is, uh, from what we know, most of us are going to get the coronavirus. The problem is, most of us will be fine. But once we're around the senior population, um, anyone who has a weakened immune system, that's really the issue. So, I mean, I, I just think about the fact that my grandmother at one point who, you know, is no longer with us, but was, you know, in a home with people, uh, a lot of people in those positions who have families in hospitals and family in um you know, assisted living facilities. It's probably going to be a while until you get to visit them, and it's it's going to be pretty crazy for those type of situations. So, well, it's it's an adjustment, and just like when I, I think people forget when we had the swine flu, when you had H one N one. Go look at the stats on if you want to do your research. And I don't listen to some subject matter expert. Don't even listen to one on our podcast. We have one on. Go do your research. Look at the deaths. Look at the who contracted it. Look at the comparisons. Man, swine flu was bad as shit. People didn't even realize. They didn't even think about it. We didn't do any sort of of, of travel bans, no stoppages, nothing like that. And it was pretty severe if you look at the numbers in comparison. Now, I'm not saying it, it, I'm not saying that this is like the flu. This is the flu on steroids. Guess yeah, the, the problem is, is the amount, the the uh, rate at which it's going to spread, and then it, also the it, death rate is astronomical. The rate it's going to spread based off a calculation of what we're seeing right now. Yeah, Who's getting yeah. it right now that we can infirm, right? That we are we figuring it out now? We're putting us just like the swine flu got the same thing. Just and I, I don't know what age you were at that time. I you know I was still deploying when that was going on, and and I was actually concerned. If you have ulcerative colitis, your yeah. immune system is wrecked. That's how come you have to get out of the military because you are more likely or have more of a chance to contract a disease in a foreign country or wherever else, because your immune system is, is not working correctly. So I, when the swine flu came out, I didn't say anything to anybody, but yeah, I was like, Oh crap. Well, I'm deploying all the time. I may get something. Well, what am I going to do? Can't do shit about it. Let's keep working. And, and it, not say you don't take the necessary precautions, wash your hands. Well, shit. I, I, that's what makes me laugh more than anything. We've been taught to wash our hands since kindergarten. What the hell? If this is anything benefit that's come out of this right now, it's that, and I see that in the airport. Every man, after taking a piss in the urinal, is washing their hands. Not now, <laughs> we're in the past; they didn't. So there is a blessing around this. I, I do believe because I do think people are going to start taking better care of themselves and not taking their health for granted, which is a good thing. That's a benefit. That's a silver lining. But I also think that we've blown this. We we've made it. And you and I talked offline. A person has common sense. A person uses their head. 
uh, people as a group don't. They're they're chaotic. They they panic, and I've seen it. Panic breeds panic. I've seen that in the battlefield too. Panic breeds panic. When one person panics, it's like a fire. Yeah, I, I would say in New York City, it's not necessarily a panic here, but it's it's certainly a different vibe. It's a very different vibe right but, now. And that's just people with the panicking. I would attribute that not to the per, but news media itself. That is people because that's a bunch of people. Whether you're together or not, you're still watching that same. Yeah, story. no, but it's not it's not a panic. I, I don't see people. I just think people are. Most people are being cautious, but when I hear about people going on like bar crawls, you, use your common sense, people. Like that is <laughs> the last thing uh, actually, anyone should thinking, be doing. I was thinking about that, Ian. You know, I say the bar, bar crawls. Okay, so March and April basically have been closed. March and April are closed. And okay. and I'll, here's my opinion here. I think June, July, we're going to be closed for a while. Well, if it is, but if you look at May, you know what? What the ironic thing about it? What is the first holiday in May? Cinco de Mayo. What are That's you going to drink? A Corona. There you go, man. <laughs> Get out of way for Cinco. I was thinking about that going, how ironic is that? Shit? It is. Somebody's going to buy into that. Hey, we should get credit for that if a Corona takes that commercial. That, that's us. We thought of it here at Battleline. Yeah. Right. Well, we'll see where things go, man. But be safe out there, guys, for sure. Um, but anyway, man, yeah, it's it's been interesting. I think this has affected business for a lot of people. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, yeah. it's it's just it's so much different than what you and I were talking about just a few weeks ago. It's a very different mood in the country right now. Uh, you know, and, and everybody's kind of glued to uh, what's going on and, and keeping track of the situation. Uh, and Well, keep doing it. I The mood, hey, you can't control what everybody else does, but you can always tr- control your mood and attitude. Ian, my mood's the same, and I've I've lost some speaking events, and that's a big, huge chunk yeah, of my yeah. stuff. But a lot of them have been rescheduled too already. I mean, people, the businesses, yes, they're going to get hit. Our economy is going to get hit because people aren't spending money. It's going to it's it it happens. It's the ebb and flow. My mood is the exact same. It's like, yeah, okay, well, let's let's just adjust fire and do what we need to do now. It, it just it's just we we've got to stop going out there and buying all the toilet paper, getting crazy, buying all the Purell, and doing all that craziness, buying all the ammo out there. I don't know what the hell that's about, man. Protecting your Well, they, they, paper, should, they should buy all the ammo if they're going to fortscoutmunitions.com. <laughs> offer code BATTLELINE. <laughs> exactly. You're going to make your, uh, your TP for it. But for the most part, guys, just like, like Ian said, use your common sense. A pub crawl on St. Paddy's Day probably <laughs> is not very smart to do. But, hey, if you want to do it, that's on you. But. Just be prepared. If you catch something, that's that's. Don't blame anybody else. Yeah, that's and fine. and I would say if you do it, please don't hang out around elderly people. That, that's what I'm concerned yeah. about. Young people, you'll be fine. You you know, but uh, please don't go to uh, you know a hospital like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so, you're, you're right, bro. You're yeah, right, brother. Anyway, but beyond that though, anything else going on in uh, in your world other than uh, you know? I know you've been traveling a lot while speaking <laughs> yeah, engagements. I, I really enjoy that because you do see people and and you get around them and you get out of the the social media world where you, you do, you, you can see in social media where people are, are panicking and this and that, but then you get into the real group of people where you go talk to 300 business people or you go talk to, I talked to an at-risk school fundraiser, which was awesome. You know, that was fantastic. So you've been doing, you've been doing a lot of that. It seems like, Oh yeah, 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 you do. I, it's, I'm very, I've been very lucky and and a lot of public speaking and being around people and just looking them in their eyes. And I think they, they even look to, because you're the focal point. I'm the speaker. I'm coming in. They're looking at me to see how I'm going to react as well to things. And I don't downplay it, but I also don't, hey, go get ready for the apocalypse. It's just like I'm talking to you, Ian, just like I'm talking to you now. Hey, 
If it happens, it happens. Adjust it. Get used to it. Work, to it. work through it. Stay positive. Wash your damn hands. Blow your nose if you need to. After you do that, wash your hands again. Just do what you were taught. Your mom taught you in kindergarten, and you're going to be fine, and the world's going to be fine, and we will continue to turn. And you can see a relief that comes in. And I honestly believe that. So it, it's it's good. It's good getting out there because I, I feel – yeah, I'd make the fun stuff on Instagram and Facebook because I think that's fun. I, I they, some people go a little bit too far. I'm trying to keep it in the fun zone, kind of the kind of the little bit of passive aggressive fun zone. <laughs> but when I'm out there, no, nah, it, it, I I want people just to remain. If I can help anybody at all, remain calm through this whole thing. Even if my, in my little world, whether I have that sort of pull at all, I don't know. But if I can, if I can remain positive, then I'm going to, and and. I've been able to do that in the last, you know, those, these speaking events. I just wish the two that two are, well, I had four that canceled two rescheduled, which is, which is great. The other two will reschedule eventually. I just wish we would have been able to have that. But I also do believe just like you do as well. It's better to be safe than sorry. If, if, you know, yeah, of course, big crowds probably right now, it's not a smart time to have these big events because of the crowds around and you just never know. Um, nobody's panicking, but as a business world, you, you do have to, you do have to take, you have to be careful because if somebody does in a company catches something that gets around, and I look at it this way, not only could you get the whole company sick and that could help, but brother, you know how many cases of, of you knew, of people would sue their companies and that's the bad side. And I, people can disagree with me on that. I don't think that's the case. I think if somebody caught something at one of these conventions, they could sue whoever that convention was or that company said, you knew this was going on and you still had it because well, shit, since the McDonald's lady burned her lips on a cup of coffee and said it was hot and won millions of dollars. Look with that Pandora box we opened there, but it's, so it's smart. It's smart on a business way, safety first, but also they're also got to watch just in case their bottom line. And, and, uh, it's a, it's a lesser two evils. A lot, you know, it's I, now that you're saying this, I got to tell you something you'll find funny probably. Um, so everything in New York city is canceled. So it's so like, uh, Friday, oh, yeah. I was supposed to see Jerry Seinfeld with my parents. That was like my Hanukkah gift to them. Which, by the way, that in wow. itself sounds They're super. Awesome. Dude, what a son you but, are. But as you say, that awesome. sounds super Jewy in itself. Seeing Seinfeld <laughs> for Hanukkah president. Um, so uh, that that was canceled. Of course, it's funny. I was telling my mom, I was like, I think this thing's going to be canceled, and she's like, What do you want it to be canceled? Sure enough, next day canceled. Yeah. So so here's the funny part, though. Um, I bought those at Madison Square Garden at the um, at uh, the box office there. And when I bought them, I realized – so this is a few months back. When I bought them, I realized as they make you go through the metal detectors and all that stuff that I had a, I had a pocket knife in my bag that I always carry. Oh, and I was like, yeah. shit, they're not going to let me in through here. And uh, th- they let me in. And I just told them, oh, hold my bag. And uh, oh. then I, they gave me the wrong date. So I went back through there with the bag with the pocket knife. Uh, and they held my bag again. And then I realized I brought the tickets in today to return because that's the point of purchase. And as I'm going through these metal detectors again, I just think about it because I never get rid of this pocket knife in my bag. And I'm like, shit, I have the pocket knife in my bag again. So I told them, just hold my bag. And they're like, sorry, sir, we can't hold your bag. But they, they, they glanced at the screen and they were like, you're good to go. Which tells me none of this security does anything. Does it? Oh my god, that's, that's crazy! So three times you got there with the knife. Three, three times. times. Yeah, this is the third time I went through yeah. with a bag with a pocket knife, like a good one, and they wow. have not detected anything. So I've always said, man, all this security yeah. ramping yeah. up, even since nine eleven. I don't think it does a damn thing. I mean, it I just, hate to it, say it, but it's like I think it, that, that a lot of these people are pretty much asleep on the job. 
or it's just it's it's a mental thing they make you feel good um make you feel comfortable make you feel safe which is good that's not a bad thing we don't want panic out there you never want panic panic does nothing for you but yeah if, if there is a means to an end as far as keeping us safe uh yeah i, I want to make sure tsa is catching that pocket knife and i give tsa a lot of shit because of much i travel too man but that being said i would I'd rather wait in line a little bit longer, make sure they're checking everything, than have me fly through and then somebody gets on the bag with a freaking knife. Because how did how did they on nine eleven did they did they take over the plane with a box cutter? Yeah, it wasn't with anything more than a box cutter. So yeah, that's not a good that's not a good thing. But it's also I I can laugh at right now at the, in this at this stage in our in our uh, in our week, brother. I think that actually is kind of funny, comical in a. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional-level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers negative sort of way but yeah it's so well it's so ironic. I, we've mentioned pantera on this podcast before i remember i saw pantera's last ever tour shortly before 9-11 it was just a few a couple months or it may have been even been a month before 9-11 happened and i remember my dad always telling me when he picked me up from that show like the way that he just walked right in, right in no one yeah. checks a damn thing and uh, within a month, it's like you really think about how much our lives changed, at least here in New York City. It's a pretty drastic change. Um, but, yeah, it's just I would have loved to have seen Seinfeld. It'll get rescheduled. Yeah, I'm a big yeah, – yeah. I don't know if you were a fan of the show Seinfeld. I, 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 oh, yeah. No, Seinfeld, of course. Yeah. It's hilarious. Just the, just the off the, – the quick humor. And, and they, they poked fun. That was when shows really poked fun at everything. It wasn't poking fun at the left. It wasn't poking fun at the right. It was poking fun at just everything. And that's when comedy was I, – I think that was the, late, the last great time of comedy. Where now it's just a political slant, one way or the other. They're hitting, hitting one side or the other. Where Seinfeld, I, yeah, I, I think Jerry Seinfeld. You tell me if I'm wrong, Ian. You probably know better than me, but I think he probably does lean more left than he so does right. I don't even know where he leans politically, but he what? has definitely taken a stance against the political correctness. He's been pretty open about that. It's getting out of control. <laughs> well, that's and that's that's the guy you want to that needs to speak out about to fix it guys like myself aren't going to help any because i'm politically incorrect regardless in, in a in a negative sort of way where he is politically incorrect anybody makes people laugh that in comedy you have to have that that that's real comedy watch for those that want to see political incorrectness watch george carlin and how funny he is and his actually his little clip on when he used to swim in sewers how he, sewer swimming in raw sewage that actually clip would fit. I can't, we're going to post it. I'll, I'll find that and post it on our battle line, our battle line podcast page. That is one of the most hilarious clips of stand-up comedy I've ever seen about how they're immune to everything because they used to swim in raw sewage there in New York City and <laughs> what, whatever. The, and that's but it's so true, man. That's how you build up immunity. That's what I worry about too. All these people 
washing them, cleaning them. You, you, we've got to build up our immunities. And the way you build up your immunities is you got to get sick. Remember when we used to eat dirt? How do you think us kids grew up eating dirt and didn't get sick very often? Because we were always getting into stuff and our bodies had to uh, had to adjust to all that. Now we got the immunities built up, and now we're superhuman. Well, that's re- watch that George Carlin thing, and that will apply. And a lot of you older people like myself, I'm almost 50, so I'm getting up there. It, it la- I just laughed because it was right. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I never washed my hands. I fell in a septic tank once playing hide-and-go-seek. <laughs> you know, I didn't catch anything. So, so I that it's it, it would fit nowadays to it. I think it fits at this time. It will make people laugh and, and find some perspective, especially those out there that are losing their minds. It's Did you see the, uh, the latest Sticks and Stones uh, Dave Chappelle stand-up? Because he goes way hard on the PC people. He is yeah, dude. I saw that. I love Dave Chappelle. I don't care. And I don't care who he, what side he stay. I could care less. The dude is funny and he hammers it. That was hilarious, brother. I watched it. I wish, I wish we could pull scenes. We had time to just like talk about Dave Chappelle and, and actually recreate that whole stand up. <laughs> that whole thing he did. The, uh, the LGBT driving the, the car. LGBT, oh my gosh. It was hilarious. And he gets away with it. I, but and you, you like said you you are more in tuned a little bit with that than I am. So I and I, I don't want to get it wrong because I always am getting the music stuff wrong now. So that's what I'm gonna pull, I'm gonna defer to you a little bit to help me. Um, but isn't that one of the reasons he really did leave and left Hollywood is because of of the of the just the PC stuff going on. I know he's a big pot smoker, big deal. I mean, <laughs> so he is. But um, I, I want to say that's one of the reasons why he stopped doing his show and, and mo- he moved to Africa. He actually left the U S and re- had a residence in Africa for many years. And now he's starting to come back on the scene. And, and I, I love it because he's bringing some, some uh, balance back to, and bringing comedy back to comedy. Cause like, you know, like I said, comedy, Trevor Noah, I, I try to watch that. That's, I mean, John Stewart. Yeah, I know he's left, but he had some funny stuff in there and he, he would oh, hammer yeah. the Trevor Noah's just terrible i i I mean i don't care what side he's just it's just not funny because it's always something always something political it's like geez can you do something other because that's it's just getting old yeah no i I agree and and i could uh laugh at stuff that's on the other side i mean i i think a lot of stuff bill maher has done recently has been actually really funny um but yeah trevor noah does not make me laugh i and and he's also i felt like he was the wrong pick for that job because he is originally from africa and john stewart and the reason i say this john stewart was really well versed on american politics like him or not and i feel like to just go into a new country and kind of immerse yeah. yourself in that world, you, you have to know your stuff. You do. And and he doesn't. He, uh, you, 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 people say there's never going to be another John Stewart. Well, you know, the Tonight Show has continued to go on. There's never going to be another Johnny Carson. There's never going to be another Jay Leno. Jay Leno. Now, um, Jimmy um, Jimmy Fallon is, is outstanding. As well. I, it's, you can do better. That's a trick with Comedy Central. You can do better than that, especially when you've got a John Stewart. And John Stewart, whether he has left or not, you know, his buddy Adam Sandler's not. And they get along just fine, and they make some great-ass movies, those two together, uh, when they used to make movies. So Yeah. Um, oh, you're thinking Big Daddy? I think all if you ever watch Adam Sandler movie, you always him and John John Stewart's always in there in some even in um uh, what's the golf movie Billy Madison his caddy the caddy if you don't recognize yeah, the, the that's, that's right. John Stewart that's John Stewart he's always playing either a main role or he's always has a little uh, cameo as and you'd never recognize him somewhere in an Adam Sandler movie along with the rest of the Adam Sandler buddies that are Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider, and if you ever watch Grandma's Boy, basically that is all the Adam Sandler 
buddies that making a movie without Adam Sandler and Grandma's Boy is one of the most hilarious movies. So funny! Ever. Oh, it's hilarious. So yeah, bro, I, I I'm completely agreeing with you, man. Comedy doesn't need PC. Comedy doesn't need politics. Unless you're going to really just make fun of the both sides of it, not just one, because it comes, you can you can tell when they're coming across that way. And we're just going, we're we're left wing, and we're going to make fun of the right. We're right wing, we're going to make fun of the left. It's when a comedian can come in, whether they are right or left, and just make fun of it all. And John Stewart was able to do that. He he did say something about Benghazi once. Yes, I and remember, it, it, and it was yeah, and I, it was wrong. It was, and I, I'll be. I did. I, I remember that's when I had that tweet, and I had a, quite a few followers, and I tweeted. I said that, and I wasn't a dickhead. I don't think I was, and I was a dickhead quite a bit on Twitter. <laughs> it's hard not to be, but I, I said it was. And you know, I whether he saw it or not, or whether somebody in his person, uh, in his staff saw it or not, I never saw him say anything again. Right after I said, "Hey, man, that's that's effed up," whatever, and I, I gave a reason for it. I can't remember specifically what it was, but. I never saw him say anything negative like that again about Benghazi. Yeah, he may have said something about uh, the election or, or you know, Trump or but and and so I was thinking, well, maybe you know he saw that, and I could see him, and I don't know him. I maybe you give the wrong, but my impression was, it, it, if it really talked about death and and it, and you really hit a, hit something there. Which I don't think he knows much. He, of course, knows about much war or death. Maybe he does. I don't think so. Uh, but he's the type of guy that would say, "Okay, you know what? I, I really feel this way. You know what? I was wrong. I won't say that again." That's what I get that feeling that he would do. But I don't know. And maybe we get him on the show one of these days and ask him. Shit, that'd be great. Man. Oh man, that would be amazing to get John Stewart on here. And he, yeah. you know what? His last interview with Howard Stern, I really loved. I actually mentioned it on the uh, show with Frankie Palmieri, which you weren't on. Um, but he said a lot of things that you and I are, no, I know, are in total agreement on. He was talking about the woke people on Twitter, you know, the, yeah. the air quotes woke people on Twitter. And what he said was true. He was like, there's literally people in, you know, New York City now who are tripping over homeless people in the streets tweeting because they're outraged someone used the wrong gender pronoun. And uh, and what he said was true. He was like, no matter how woke you are, you need to sleep sometimes. <laughs> That's for. Gosh, why can't I ever think clever shit like that? I can <laughs> never say that. That's perfect. But, and I, I, that's why I enjoyed watching it. Even, even, uh, even, you know, whether, and that was even when I was heavy in, in the heavy for me, which is still not very heavy, but heavy into politics during those three years after, after Benghazi. And I came back and I was a little angry, but I could still watch him. And I knew what side he was on, but he still made me laugh. It still was like, that's hilarious. And he still would hit the other side. He still would hit both sides. And I just wish comedians would, would do that. Even Saturday night live. I can't watch Saturday night live anymore. It's just, it's not funny. And back in the day, yes, of course they made fun of conservative. Look at the uh, Dana Carvey and George Bush. Oh my gosh, that is hilarious. Oh, but then you've get a, who's the guy that, that would make fun that played Bill Clinton. That dude was hilarious. I don't remember off the top of my head. Yeah. It was in it, you know, so and then when even Will Ferrell would play the second George Bush. Oh, my gosh. And so they would just poke fun at everybody where now it's just it's a it's a left wing poke at a, at right. And it's not even it's not funny. It's they've not, they've just, been uh, they've done some stuff with the uh, Democratic primaries. I thought it was, it was pretty decent. And they did bring good? Will Ferrell back. He did uh, Tom Steyer and he did a pretty funny oh, Tom really? Steyer. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to YouTube that because I just I pretty much just turned it off. I tried to watch it. Uh, shoot, uh, I'd say about probably six months back. And I was just like, gosh, I, I just and I want to because Saturday Night Live to me, I grew up on that, man. 
that's that's like that's like uh, Americana to me. So having to lose that, that really kind of bummed me out because it's like something you look forward to when you, we didn't have cable. All we had was syndicated TV. Even as a kid, if you were able to stay up late on Saturdays, when you're, that's what we you, know, you wanted to stay up and watch Saturday Night Live. So I hope I hope they do. I hope they did. I kind of changed that format up where now they're just being funny again instead of being politic, trying to be politically funny all the time. Cause I, I do miss that. I do miss the old Eddie Murphy hot tub days, James Brown. I, that was hilarious, man. Stuff like that. Um, and buckwheat and Ote and all that. But they just, you don't see that much anymore. But again, how many Eddie Murphys are there ever going to be either? So maybe that's why. Yeah. I mean, my favorite era was probably, you know, the Chris Farley era and, Dad, and how, and how Adam know. Sandler could not, he he could never hold back his laughter in those skits. <laughs> the van down by the river and this with you, yep. Chris Farley. <laughs> yeah. Remember that? And they had Christina Applegate was with a guest host, and David Spade was sitting there, and they were just fighting to not die laughing during that whole skit. Oh my god! Yeah, Chris, you're right, brother. I I have to say that's pretty damn close because uh, it was Chris Farley, Adam Sandler. That's when you had a oh the gentleman and he he, he was always on Pee Wee's Playhouse too and he, he got shit you know his his wife killed him and he was all oh uh, Phil uh, Hartman Phil Hartman that that I mean you just that was again another another incredible all star cast of comedians but but he, remember the comedy that they did it wasn't it, they had political bits in there but it was just funny uh, you know it was just it was just the, the and that that's the kind of motivational coach I strive to be. Is Chris Farley and the guy at the van? Yeah, <laughs> definitely. So, uh, but they, you know, maybe, uh, maybe, uh, maybe all this, maybe, and catastrophes always seem to bring Americans together. And I would consider this, whether I believe it's a catastrophe or not, it is bringing bringing chaos into America, and that t- always tends to bring people back together. Yeah, and, and that's why that's I wish you know I wish you could go to a comedy show right now. But I, I saw Adam's uh, sorry, I saw Jerry Seinfeld's statement, and what he said was was uh, good. Uh, you know, maybe I could pull it up in a little bit. But he because um, I'm just not at my phone right now. But uh, he basically said, "Let's schedule this for another time where our minds aren't racing with this stuff, yeah. and that we could sit yeah. back and really enjoy this." And uh, yeah, no, I thought that was in good taste, and there will be a time where they reschedule. And uh, oh yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, the comedy scene in New York is strong, and they're really getting hit hard. Musicians getting hit hard. You know, Frankie from Amir was on the podcast, and we talked about all these big festivals they were doing. All those festivals are getting canceled. They were supposed to play Europe. All the European tours are canceled. So these guys are getting hit hard, um, and a lot of them really do live month to month. They're, you yeah. know, Frank is in a big touring band, but they're not Slipknot. They're not Corn. He'd be the first to say that, and uh, this hurts those guys. They just knuckle down. People will find a way. We are resourceful. That's how come we're the United States of America. That's how come we are who we are and we have the reputation that we do is that we are resourceful. We'll figure it out. And that's where I, I want to, as a, as a talking head on our podcast, I'm going to tell people <laughs> out there, don't relax. Don't, I mean, don't sweat it. Relax. Everything always works out. Have faith. Just things are, you know, do things a little bit differently. You're going to have to cut, you know, you can't, like be frivolous with your money. You've got to be, is it frugal now? Am I using those two right? I always mix them up. You have to be <laughs> frugal with your money. But but that's that's okay. And guess what? Guess what this also does? Positive thing. You got to be home with your family. I get it. You know, that, that's what I see. I, with all these events that I got canceled this month, yeah, I, I'm going to lose a good chunk of change. Big, big deal. I get to be home with my family for almost three weeks straight. I have to go to Vegas to teach one battle line course, a shooting course. I get to come back and I have nothing ever since everything got canceled. I got nothing going on until April 12th. That's awesome, man. I mean, I get to be home. 
I get to be home and I get a, and that's what I think people should look at. We spend all of our time out there running around trying to, trying to, trying to stay out of the house or try. Now you get to be in the house, watch a movie, enjoy time with your kids, enjoy time with your family. If you're, if you're single, like Ian, you tell them, yeah, you tell them what you're going to do. I know you, you, you're a single guy, but I, I know you're going to find a way to enjoy, enjoy yeah. this time. So yeah, man, just, just look at it as a different lens and that it's not all bad. You get to do things, do things that you haven't done because you don't have time to do like myself, which I, I get it. I'm going to clean. You know what I'm do? I haven't done and I enjoy doing it. I'm going to clean my whole house. And as soon as this store, this, uh, this storm, this week, cause we had snow. Thanks again for Nebraska. I appreciate the snow here in spring. <laughs> um, as soon as the snows melts, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to aerate my lawn and I'm going to actually do some yard work. Cause I don't get to do that. I don't never get it. I haven't done that in three years because I've been so damn busy. Before we get to Joy Villa, Fort Scott Munitions is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC-spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed-out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring that you receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states, as well as directly online through fortscottmunitions.com. Use the exclusive promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off your order only available to listeners of the Battleline podcast. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, Battleline Tactical, and the Battleline podcast. And also, I have to mention Thaddea, since we have Joy Villa coming on this podcast, which we'll get into with her, Joy is sponsored by Thaddea. And if you haven't heard yet or worn the apparel brand Thaddea, then you need to experience the brand. Thaddea is the first apparel brand to literally mean courageous and brave. It's what we seek from ourselves, from the heroic individuals who protect us, to the athlete, and to the everyday individual. Thaddea represents the courage and bravery within us all. Thaddea has taken its profound meaning and combined it with enhanced tech apparel to give individuals the unique apparel brand that reflects their own courage and bravery. No longer are the words courage and bravery only used to describe the actions of individuals. Now these words are ingrained within the apparel you wear. Check out Thaddea online at Thaddea.com and experience the brand of the courageous and brave and the KTP apparel line, the apparel line dedicated in the name of former U.S. Army Ranger and 2012 Benghazi survivor, the guy on with me right now, Chris Tonto Peranto, and that's how you got hooked up with them. And I'm interested in hearing how uh, Joy got hooked up with them. Yeah, we're, we'll basically. I hope we'll, we'll ask her. We'll figure out what it is, and we'll put a little pitch in there for Thaddea. And again, I I love their stuff, and and uh, I didn't even know how Joy got hooked up with them. So it's going to be good to hear hear from her exactly how she became part of Thaddea, but she just brings strength to the group, to the brand. Uh, I think even more so more, well, more so than I do. I'm an ugly SOB. She's, <laughs> she's not. So, so that's why they need your wife and joy. Yeah, exactly. You know who the talented, do you see more of the ads now? 
it's her and my wife, not me anymore. I'm no longer in there. It's like, yeah, Tano, you're good. We, we got a, we got what we need. But uh, fantastic stuff, and I think it's the best workout gear, especially the T-shirts out there as well. Uh, form-fitting, not the compression stuff, but it is just comfortable. And it wicks sweat very, very well. And I run in them, guys, and I'm an avid runner outside. So uh, I can tell you the truth that it still, it still holds together well, even though it's not that compression material after sweating a ton in it. So definitely check it out. For sure. Apparel brands should be more than just performance-based. And fortunately, now it can be said, mission accomplished. Thaddea, inspired by the heroic and worn by the courageous and brave. Follow Thaddea on Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and visit them online at thaddea.com. Let them know that we sent you. With that, Joy Villa. I think there's so much to talk about. I mean, you being in California, I'm in New York City. It's definitely a different mood right now, which I'm sure we'll get into. Uh, but the the way that I was introduced to you really is I think the way most of America was, the infamous Make America Great Again dress at the 2017 uh-huh. Grammys. From there, it's like everybody heard your name. And I'd love to hear the backstory of just you getting started in the music industry. Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh, I love this. Well, first of all, it's such a pleasure to be here on Battleline and to uh, talk to you guys. Don't lie. Don't lie to us. You're, flattery you will get you nowhere. You know that. So I'm not lying. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, I got started because I've actually been acting since I was five years old. I started in the musical theater. So I sing, I dance, and I act. I write music and I perform. And um, when I was five, I got bit by that performance bug and I was in a Christmas play, you know, as I, I went to a Christian school, Maranatha Christian Academy in Orange County. I was raised between, I was born in Orange County and then we moved to Manhattan. We moved to Santa Barbara and I would split my wow. time in Manhattan and Santa Barbara. Very beautiful places. But I'm, I consider myself a New York girl because we go to New York for auditions and we go down to Los Angeles. Uh, um, it was down for us, you know, Northern California. It's more Northern, you know, in the beach, Santa Barbara. Um, and... I just kept going with it. And my parents, God bless them, they passed away, but they always said I could be an artist and I am an artist and they validated me and they never said, get a real job, you know, like a lot of people get that all the time. Because uh, I do believe artists create the future. We are leading the example and all of us can be artists. We can all be creative and let the creative spirit flow. So I got into it and I just kept going. I was just that theater nerd and um, I didn't think I was hot or anything, or I was a <laughs> I didn't know how gorgeous I was. <laughs> but then it just evolved from there, you know, and I never stopped. And I started touring. I, I've toured 25 countries once I put music first because I thought acting's the thing. And, and then I put acting kind of aside and, and mainly, and I did do, I did CSI New York and I was in Heroes. And um, then I started pursuing music and that took off. And then it, it led up to my being a member of the Recording Academy, being invited in 2015, walking my first Grammys. People still didn't know who I was much until 2017 when I proudly proclaimed and, uh, yeah, showed my support for President Trump. Actually, I have that problem, not the support for President Trump of, of being, you know, too good looking and people just I, I have that same thing. I, I get it everywhere. I go. I'll tell you this. You know, what? I didn't realize really how fit Joy was until, you know, I've seen the, the pictures on Instagram because I think. Wow. 
Thanks for pointing out to No, it's true. <laughs> if, you, if you look on Joy's Instagram, like, you must have an intense fitness regimen. We need to talk about that, too. We, we want – because we, we have a lot of – we do have a lot of female listeners and that, that, are, that are new to the fitness. And we, we got to talk about that. Yeah, definitely throw that in there, what you do and, and what do you recommend. Right now, let's do oh, it. Oh, do it. my oh, yeah. Well, listeners, this is Joy Vila. <laughs> Fit and sexy. So first of all, I'm vegan, which, uh, you know, I know you meat-eating meat men are not going to approve of. Oh, Lordy. Oh, I'm not one of those. Oh, I'm one of those, okay? <laughs> Suck it up, buttercup. Six <laughs> all right. Honestly, it's, it's amazing because I'm lactose intolerant. And I do it for the physical reasons because my skin glows. But I also do it for the environment. I put my money where my mouth is, unlike a lot of liberals. And I do it for animal welfare. I love animals and always have. And I couldn't dream of eating them. So that's my first – my regimen is, is being a vegan. And But then I eat healthy. I eat high-protein vegan, lots of beans and rice and you know meat replacements. And then I'm very, very active. And this is one of the biggest things because you can still be a fat and sloppy vegan – but it does with diet, you know, and you can be a fit eater, you know, I'm not a hater. I'm not saying you have to be perfect like me. But. Oh, Lord, here, oh my gosh, the talent. I didn't know we were going to have the talent on today. I thought I was the talent. You're just cutting me down. Oh, <laughs> oh my Lord. And be, eat, eating a lot of beans, I don't know if I, that's, that can't be good. You don't have a roommate, do you? You're by yourself, so you're okay with all those okay. beans and stuff? I, I, there you go. Good. As long as you don't have any class, you can be fit and be and think. And just tell everybody how fit you are. But if you can talk about poop and farting, you're still good in my book. That's all you got to do. No class. I, that works. That's literally twenty five percent of my day. <laughs> <laughs> With random, my friends, we're very open about that. My yeah. dad that. But I'll tell you, one of the biggest things, especially for your female listeners, to to do is to get into weightlifting. Yeah, it has transformed my body, and I know we're not doing video after I spent two hours doing my my makeup and my hair. Okay, here, <laughs> here's what we're gonna do though. Before you get into this, we'll get it back to this. I'm gonna take because I got you on video. I'm gonna screenshot okay. it, and okay. then then we're gonna use that for our for our, where our ad for our promotion. Jovia, oh, Jovia, I, here you are. Okay. So here, give me give, give me your best pose, and I'm gonna screenshot it right now. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. I'm ready. Got it. Awesome. Done, done. We we will at some oh, point done. figure out the video element, but it's just like Chris being in Omaha, oh, me being in New York. It's a lot. Of yeah, we'll we'll figure it. We'll figure it out. But uh, no, I, and I do appreciate. The question is, who are you trying to impress, me or Chris? Both of you guys. <laughs> but, uh, keep going. Keep going with the fitness. I didn't want to cut you off because I do. I you know I'm a big fitness guru too. Yeah. And I, I really well, important. Absolutely. So the most important tip I can give, especially the women, is to weight lift. Um, women lose bone mass after 35 and it's so important to build up. You start losing the bone mass you've already built up, but it's never too late to keep building. Lifting weights, women have this false idea that you're going to get bulky, that you're going to yeah. get too big. I mean, that is so ridiculous because first of all, women genetically, and I can still say I'm genetically a woman and there are two genders. <laughs> two genders. We're going to say it. I'm saying I'm there. Cancel me for it. CNN News at 11. Joy Villas. Oh, yeah, we had no friends at CNN or I'll be honest, Joe, we got no friends at really at CNN or Fox anymore. So you say whatever you want. We, we, that's what we're here for. You keep, keep going. I like it. Keep I love going. it. 
So, you know, as a woman, though, I am genetically predisposed, predisposed, I don't know. Predisposition. (laughs) I have less testosterone. So even lifting weights is going to be harder for me to build muscle. And I know this because I competed in bikini bodybuilding. I did not know that. Place. I won third place that. Where, which, which one, which one? I cut you off. Which one? NPC. So oh, did National you really? Committee. Yeah. 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 I want to earn my pro card. I want to do another show and it's so fun and glamorous and girly, but yet your fitness woman, like you, I gained a lot of muscle, like my shoulders, yeah. my arms were always very thin, but I always, you know, had a, had a nice back end and fit legs, <laughs> but it wasn't as, you know, and I had a tight stomach, but it wasn't as, is like, you know, I didn't have the perfect hourglass. I'm telling you, ladies, lifting weights will give you that perfect hourglass. Building muscle, muscle burns fat. It takes up less space than fat. So you might actually weigh more on the scale. I weigh a lot more than people think, but I'm lean, I'm tight, I'm toned. And really the whole idea of toning is you're building muscle. Lift weights, put down those pink weights. If they're cute and girly, stop the little video. I'm sorry about the Tracy Anderson method. I don't mean to throw her under the bus, but... You're just like posing. And I'm like, okay, you're burning calories because you're doing cardio. Cardio is important. But yeah. weightlifting is going to maximize everything. And it's going to shred your body up and you're going to look gorgeous. It will not make you bulky. It'll give you a meat where you want it, right? Yeah. Shoulders yeah. and booty and a tight little waist. And everyone's happy when, when women are happy with their bodies. And weightlifting also makes you your healthiest, beautiful form. It's not about being skinny. It's not about looking perfect. It's about being your healthiest. So that's what I do. No, you're spot on with, with muscle mass and you get muscles, you get that, that mass, you replace that fat resting. You're burning, you're burning while you're resting. And, and I, I totally agree with you on a women's body shoulders. People think, what do you waste? If your shoulders are popping, that's what makes that taper that come down to that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Here, we'll do another. We'll get another one. I'll get, I got another one. Hold on. Got it. Okay. Hold on. Um, but, and, and you know, what's funny. You you talking about like the bulky look on women, which, you know, is being seen on Instagram here. Those women, just like the guys that we talk about on the show, Chris, they're on HGH if they look like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's not that's not what Joy's talking. Not at all, no. women out there. Not at all. You, yeah, but if if you're looking like a guy, bikini, guy, that's not natural. Bodybuilding, bikini bodybuilding. If a woman has massive mass, she's absolutely on steroids or yeah. human growth hormone, something artificial, which is extremely dangerous. She's taking testosterone, which would just mess you up. Yeah, so, yeah. I don't believe in it for men. I don't believe in it for women. All natural bodybuilding is the best thing. You have incredible potential to build massive muscle mass. If you feed yourself whole foods, you eat healthy, you eat enough protein, drink water, take your vitamins, get eight hours, seven to eight hours of sleep, and you lift heavy. Ladies, don't be afraid to be ugly in the gym. Like when I'm lifting, <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah. You know, like I'm doing, I'm growing out in the gym so that I can be a lady in the street. <laughs> uh, you just got to watch out for them beans then, Joy. I've seen that happen before. Yeah, don't be behind. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but you're but you're spot on. You're spot on. We, I tell people that, and I know Ian's Ian's a personal trainer, and he I'm sure he probably doesn't tell him to to bro out in the gym, but it is. You can put that effort into it. Make those faces, and and that means you're working hard. Well, and you there, remember, Chris? I uh, <laughs> I was worried about the, and we talked about it on the show. The uh, female that I train who I had deadlifting yeah. 135, and I was like, oh, did I go too heavy on her? And trust me, she looks very feminine, guys. You're not going to look feminine. I mean, not going to look masculine, I should say, lifting yeah. heavy weights. I agree with everything that Joy is saying. It's really a combination of the two. 
Thank you. And also for women, you know, you should be working basically everything. The only difference between training for a man and a woman, in my experience, is women tend to focus on their butt more, which absolutely you should do some more yeah. booty exercises because we have more body fat and more yeah. makes us beautiful, makes us have curves. And yeah. men usually focus on their chest and back more because that looks hot on a guy with the V. But you're doing the same exercises, maybe less of a progressive overload, but you're lifting heavy. And yeah. heavy. Like I'm, I'm, you know, squatting heavy. I'm, if I'm not, my body is not weak by the end of my gym session, which by the way, is only like 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. 45 minutes. If I really want to go hardcore, I'll do 45 minutes or an hour of lifting and an hour of cardio. But that's like, I don't even have to do that. That's if I really want to shred, but everyone could do like 45 minutes in the gym and get an amazing workout. Yeah. And we're talking just cardio, get off of those freaking cardio machines. It's going to just make you skinny fat. And I hate skinny fat and you're spot on one day a week. I will push it hard. And I still am an avid runner. I was a runner okay. when I was at range battalion Yeah, so, and we have to run, but you also have to be able to run with weights to your packs and stuff. So I still get out there and I'll run and then I'll come in and work, but work out hard. But again, you're right. The gym time in the gym, 45 minutes. You don't need much more than that. As long as you're hitting it hard and you're not taking yep. long breaks where you're talking yourself, drinking out of your gallon jug. Instagramming. Yeah. I mean, those machines where you gotta sit down. I'm like, bro, are you done? You got another yeah, I know you I know you're gonna get up because I got things to do here. I, oh I can't stand that <laughs> shit. I can't stand that shit. Especially the bros that take the up shots when they're squatting. I've seen that on Instagram. I'm not trying to find them, they just pop up no. on my feet sometimes. Why are you taking upshots of your taint while you're Instagram, <laughs> dude? I don't want to see that, man. And they do it all the time. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that gooch up in the- <laughs> I don't I don't want to see and I was like, oh my gosh, my eyes are burning. Girl, do it too, though. That's the Instagram culture. It's so yeah, you're right. actually we, we we should get into the Instagram culture here if I remember down the line here before we're ended because I, I want to get your take on that because uh, you're on it you're on it I used to be on it a ton then I kind of nuked everything when I wanted yeah. to go dark a couple years ago Instagram real quick I don't know I'm just kidding no, no, that's, I'm sorry. did you seriously just do that everybody she just we're talking about Instagram and she just went on her Instagram <laughs> and started ignoring me in the end right I see it on the video yeah, that's terrible no, but I, I do want to get into your take on it because I, I it's a necessary evil for me I hate it I hate social mm-hmm. media but you've got to have it but yeah. I don't know what's the, let's get into it now. If you don't, what is no. your, te- I know you, you're the same, but you, what do you, do you like it? Do you not like it? Do you find it a necessary evil? How do you tell? I have, I just tolerate it, but you tell you know, me, what, you, what do you think? I was just on the phone. It's such a good question. I was just on the phone with my manager today, actually. And I was like, cause she's like, Hey, I sent you something. We're doing some, um, I, on my website, joyvilla.com. I have a link about facts about coronavirus because it's a huge issue right now. I am an opinion leader. My fans, I call my joy tribe, are looking to me to be the calm in the storm because people are just freaking out, you know, and I'm in LA. You know, you're in New York. It's crazy out there. Uh, People just don't know how to handle their shit. (laughs) (laughs) So I have the facts about it from the CDC. It's just very basic. Wash your hands. Isolate yourself if you're sick. Listen, most of of us are not going to die from it. Everyone's going to be okay, but take precautions. So I shared it to my Twitter and it got a really good response. But my manager's like, I didn't see it on your Instagram. And I'm like, oh, I gotta oh my I, gosh. I'm not feeling Instagram. Like I'll go where I'll post three times a day and then I'll go where I won't post for three days. But that's kind of the limit because people will think I died. Uh, people think I died if I don't post in 72 hours. If it, communication that I have 
with the everyday man. Like President Trump uses Twitter and I use all of them. I actually love Instagram. It's my favorite because it's pictures. Instagram is fun. Instagram can be fun. That's out of all of them. That's probably the most fun. I, I don't have Twitter anymore. I, I got rid of it. I was just getting pissed off all the time and, and I, I didn't need to be, but I, I totally agree with you. And when, but when you set that standard that you're, and you're, I, I have the tribe, mine, mine's the Tonto tribe. I got the Tonto tribe. They've been in there. Oh, they're awesome. They're awesome. Tonto tribes. We've got two tribes going on. Toy tribe and Tonto tribe. That's awesome. But I, when you set the standard, though, that you're going to post every so often, you're right. If you don't post. So if you've already set the standard that you're going to post every day and a half, you're kind of stuck. You're stuck. You're you can't, stuck. You can't change. Have, yeah. I try to post every day. And then when I do post, like, videos do really well. And Instagram actually limited my account on doing lives. I used to do a lot of live feeds. Censorship, which my new song talks about freedom, fight for it which is talking about the censorship and a lot of us, I know you face censorship as well. Yeah. A couple of times here or there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 Me and, J- me and Jack at Twitter didn't get along very well at all. No, him and I were not, we're not buddies. No, not at all. I mean, it really is a necessary evil. It's a way it's free publicity yeah. for us. It's a way to get the word out, right? People can watch the, <clears throat> videos that we, we do they can listen to this podcast and know more about me but everything i have is on my website joyvilla.com it's so yeah. important for you know independent artists and business people and and patriots like ourselves to have a website a hub where the fans can go and uh, my website's updated a lot uh, you're, you're awesome and i just do as much as i have to i even tell ian even with our podcast I'm like ian you take care of it i don't want to do this shit today. but i don't I, do I, I don't do a whole lot of it either but it's the same thing you kind of have to just feed this beast in that you know for yeah. joy yeah. you yeah. you you have new songs out you, you gotta let the people know we're doing new things chris is teaching uh tactical courses and it's just the way to get the word out but yeah, yeah. It, it, all of this stuff we've talked about it before. It's really designed to be addicting. So just <laughs> it is. get out in the real world. The dark part of it is that a lot of people, especially women, I talk to a lot of girls around the country, will will like base their self worth on it. You yeah. know, fourteen year old. I remember when I was fourteen, incredibly difficult time. I was so vulnerable. I thought, you know, I, I didn't know what was going on. I remember when I was twelve. And I'm tall, and I remember the first time someone looked at me as a sexualized object, and it was so weird. Because, and it was like I was wearing shorts, and this guy honked at me. I was walking my dog, and I was like, I'm 12. You know what I mean? I, I was almost 13, but I was tall. And now I'm thinking, when I look, I still look like a girl, but now these girls on Instagram are 12, 13, 14. They look uh, like they're five, and they're playing to that. They're getting the the augmentation because they got rich parents or crazy parents. They're getting the whole, they're doing the Kylie Jenner stuff. And I'm scared for this generation in that way. But also you it must, I, I didn't have this, this sense of self-worth from online. So I just was like, whatever, that's their problem. If you look at me like that. But then I was like, okay, 13, 14, 15. Now I'm supposed to be cute to boys. I'm supposed to date. How does that work? And I was just a total nerd in school. I didn't date. My first boyfriend was 18. That was my first kiss. So I was a late bloomer. But these girls now, it's like common to just be wearing booty shorts and it's online and this stuff is there forever. And there are a lot of pedophiles out there. So it's, it's oh my God. Yeah. So that's what I hate about social media. There, there does need to be more of parents protecting young boys and young girls and, and stopping the over-sexualization of children and young adults. It's just too much. 
Yeah, and that it's good for you to get out there and say that because coming from me, it's not going to do a damn bit of good. Coming from yeah. that, that have actually been through that, and and you say, you know, there is a time when when you're ready, and and this is what you're doing. This is where where your yeah. profession is. Okay, but you still have to be responsible leading up to that point. And I agree with you on that. And I have an 11 year old daughter. She, oh. No, she doesn't. She doesn't have Instagram. Nope. No, there's no Facebook. Nope. She doesn't. No, and she's a beautiful. But and also. Because of what I used to do, and I do have threats. Yeah, on I know you. I, do. I, yeah, I've never, th- I've never show a picture of her. I wish I could. She is the most beautiful little girl. She would have, she would have had so growing up as a when she was growing up, just teeny tiny. She would have been the baby Charmin. She was that, but oh, I knew, but she's she, angelic face. Oh, she does, and she's she's tur- she's turning into a beautiful young lady. But again. Nope, you are getting. I know what kind of creatures are on Facebook and Instagram. I know, I know the dudes that are. I'm. I don't want to say I'm friends with them, but I do know some of those crazy <laughs> alpha male dudes that are those stalkers on Instagram. Like, yeah, nope, and you are not getting on there. About, you know, liking and I and and following yeah. these accounts. I mean, many of these accounts are just pure porn too. And yeah, and like, yeah. Like, you know, oh look at me cooking in like bent over booty shorts, like nothing to hot. You know. <laughs> Look, look, look. And listen, I am a highly sensual and sexual person. I'm an adult. I'm a grown up. So part of me is like, I'm very free spirited and I get in trouble all the time for that. For just being like, hell, you know, rhymes with bucket. And I'll be like, where's something sexy? But I also on the other end go, there are young girls watching me. There's families that follow my account. So in some way, I just try to keep it in the middle to where I'm not sacrificing my freedom, but then I'm not leading kids astray because I don't want a young girl to copy yeah. and think, oh, I can do that because Joy Villa does it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but I would hope it used to be parents would tell the kids, no, just because, you know, Whitney Houston's doing it or Beyonce or Britney Spears doesn't mean you do it. My parents yeah. have no short skirts, no skirts above the knee. Oh, my God. I couldn't wait to wear short skirts when I turned 18. I was like, yes. <laughs> well, that's, that's, that's society. Well, I'm, I'm glad you're taking that responsibility, too, because I've I, I watched my mouth a lot more, too. When I first first started doing this stuff and I, I was just leaving the CIA, you know, I we've been fired from the CIA. What am I saying? We're, am I leaving the CIA? But I yeah. still had that F bomb, this F bomb, that this. And, yeah. and I've I had to because I've, had, I've got young kids coming up to me. And I believe me, Rangers, we still cuss and have a potty mouth. But I I, I, I do, by the way, secretly, secret, but I am more I, I am. I, I watch it more. I do. I do feel more responsible. And I go, of course, being a father with my kids too. I don't want some, whether he's a ranger or not, some guy cussing around, cussing around my four-year-old boy or my eleven-year-old girl. My fifteen-year-old boy. I was in Iraq most of the time. He was born most of the time. He was growing up, so he heard daddy f bombing this every every time I came home. So he's I I feel for my my fifteen year old. I love him. He's a tough as nails. But he even said yesterday, he said, "Daddy, you're not mean at all to the other two, as you were to me growing up." I'm like, yeah, he's probably right. <laughs> oh, but but I get I get now retired I, from it, you know. And now you're like, oh, but I, I'm I'm reaping what I sow. Definitely, I'm reaping what I sow more than anything. But but Joe, I. I so happy to hear you say that, especially with the, with the, with our listeners out there, and that you, yeah, you, you do have to find a happy medium though, because you can't yeah. be something you're not. Where hey, I'm I'm just no. straight A, I got a halo on because yeah. people are going to see right through that. They're going to see through that. People bullshit. see through it, and honestly, you know, I get the haters, I get death threats, I get people nah, like yeah. this is kind of too much about you. Every time I post a fitness shot, which is like 
you know, I'm sorry you went at Joy Vila. Like, <laughs> what did you expect? You think you were, oh, I mean, yes, about me, you know? And I'll post, I'm looking good, I'm looking sexy, but I don't do the really hypersexualized because people can get so stimulated by it because we're in such a porno society. It's okay to be sexual and have to do things, but like, where, where are we drawing the line? We used to be like, okay, this is clean cut, this is television, this is family friendly, this is personal, this is adult. Now it's just all adult. I feel like there's no safe place for families anymore. And hey, I want to have kids one day and I want my kids to be able to watch my movies and listen to my music and see my interviews without cringing and be like, oh, there's mom with her vagina out. You know? <laughs> oh, no, no. oh my God. I don't want that. Yeah, I, I, and I get that. I was going to say, Chris, you know, we even talked about on the show with Ryan Weaver, you know, beyond just like the hypersexualization, then there's the human trafficking element and human traffickers are on social media and they are looking at this stuff. Oh, I yeah. fight, you know, I've donated a lot of money and a lot of time to fight human trafficking. It's one of my pet causes. And I work a lot with Citizens Commission on Human Rights because there's a lot of like doctors and psychiatrists that are drugging patients and taking sexual advantage of them. Um, I work with uh, Operation Railroad, Underground Railroad. Yeah. I've done yeah. things with the, the um, a lot of different places. And I'll tell you, it is it is modern day slavery. It is so common. And one of the biggest ports that people are coming through is Florida. And I have family in Florida, Miami. And people don't even notice because these girls just look like whatever. But they yeah. obviously take it in their underage. A lot of kids, a lot of underage, girls and boys. And people around are just, we're not caring about others. We're not noticing. We have to, if you see someone in distress, make a call. What's the worst that could happen? You offend someone. What's the best thing that could happen? You save someone's life. From yeah, a life yeah. of degradation and pain and hurt. And a lot of the places I work with get these girls and rescue them after the fact. Like they've been professional, you know, prostitutes, but like they didn't get any money. They've been abused, sexually abused since they were sometimes 12. How are they going to work now? How are they going to assimilate to a normal society? They have so much trauma. So that's another thing is like getting these girls back into a normal job so they can have families and get remarried. And I'm proud to say that a lot of places uh, do do that, uh, especially Operation Underground Railroad is one of the really best out there. Well, there's there's more out there, and, and there's, there's a more lot. More yeah. It's it is t- with I with travel, and I know you travel a lot too, a lot of airports, yeah. Joy. It, it really is hard to catch, and I I try to keep an eye out for it. I'm not being Mr. Captain America, nothing like that. I just you know, you just stay diligent. That's what my job was for so many years. It just is yeah. second nature now. It still is. I, I I have never to be honest. I've never seen where I could where I even inclinated that man. She must be a must be a, a tra- must be in trafficking. She must be getting kidnapped. It's mm-hmm. I I don't know. I don't I don't know the precursors. What to see? What to see? What the indications are? Because I and I look for it. I I've never seen it. I I don't. So I don't. I that's how secret it is. That's how good it is. The good that they are. The criminals are. Well, it would be somebody who uh, usually they're a foreign. You know, like yeah, sure. like Asian or uh, Latino. Because it, it depends on what area you're in, but they're usually of a foreign, and they don't speak much English. They look very subservient. They look very young. There's usually a guy with them who's much older who's sort of telling them what to do, like get your back, like very like, you know, controlling and really this, yeah, very aggressive. And there's usually this feeling something's not right. Yeah. Like something looks odd, right? Something looks weird. And uh, many times you'll see the girls like in the bathroom and they just downcast eyes. And, you know, even if it's just like having the, the, the phone line, I don't know what the line is, but there's a line 
for help. You know, like Vegas Airport has that in the, in the stalls. Just knowing that line and saving it in your phone and just being like, hey, do you need to call someone? And, and just checking in with the girl, if you're a girl, right? Or if you're a guy. And then just maybe just calling and being like, hey, I saw this person's what they look like. I, I think this might be true. Hey, I remember we used to report drunk drivers like that. I would be that. Citizens yeah. have to keep an eye on each other. I'm not saying to like, you know, everybody should be attacking others or like looking for these things and, and to go crazy. But if you see something, say something. Yeah, I, I, I was going to say, Joy, I mean, you're in you're in L.A. I'm in New York City and there are so many spots on every block if you're aware of it. I mean, there are 24 seven massage places like on every block here in New York City. There's a lot of it going on. Yeah, there really is. There is so much of it. And a lot of these places think, oh, well, they're they're of age and they're just sex workers. Could be. Or they could be traffic. They could have their families threatened, their lives threatened, could be underage. They could have been in there since they were underage. They know it, no other life. They're they're withheld from being able to. Yeah, there's, it takes nothing to call the cops and just be like, hey, listen, I just want to report a tip. I have a weird feeling about this. This is what they look like. You know, please look at it because I have a strong feeling that this, this is a human trafficking victim. That's good. Well said. I'm glad. I'm- that's what I, that's what I wanted to hear. I see I'm terrible at leading. I'm not a good interview at all. I don't know. I don't know how to lead into questions. You just took it. That was awesome. Just took it. Good. <laughs> I got you back. <laughs> you know what I wanted to ask you about, Joy, because, uh, you know, they're who hooked us up with with you. And we're glad we're getting you on the podcast is uh, our friends at Thaddea who sponsored yeah. this show. I'd yeah, love to hear about how you uh, hooked up with Scott and are a part of the brand. Because I don't even know that he did. I have never know. I didn't even know you were part of it. I think you were part of it for a few months before Scott said, "Hey, yeah, we got Nate and Joy." I'm like, well, when did they go? What yeah. Where did that come oh, from? I, so, of course, we talked about this. You know, yeah, yeah. So I love the brand. I yeah. love the, uh, workout wear. Uh, it's really great stuff. Pro America and yeah, yeah. good. It feels good on the body. So I can. I forgot how Scott and I connected, but. I remember him saying, like, listen, we'd love for you to be one of the faces of our brand. It's pro-America, um, you know, pro-military, uh, pro, you know, servicemen and women. And and I, my dad was in the Army. He was military police yeah. in the Army. My aunt was a captain in the Marines. Um, I have cousins who were in the Air Force. I almost joined the Navy when I was 18. <laughs> oh, you should have. Oh, that would have had some I would have, yeah. I mean, I scored really high on the ASVAB. They were all about it. And then the coding, I was really good at the coding thing. And I was just like, I'm an artist, though. It would have been fun, though. Um, next lifetime, right? <laughs> next lifetime, yeah. Yeah, but I love military, and I've just grown up respecting military and police officers and service people. And so the fact that, um, you know, it's Tadia. I call it Tadia. I see. That's what I, I'm telling you. They just, Scott just told He changed it on us again. Scott, I know you're listening to us out there. Scott, I thought it was Tadia, too, and it, but now it's Thaddea. I, I, I did as well, and then Scott sent me the live reads once we started working that with them, which I have right in front of me, and it's Thaddea. Okay, Thaddea. Joy, don't be upset. I just found that out last one, too. I, I've been saying it wrong for two years. Two years. Holy shit. So, okay. Uh, so, don't feel bad. Be uh, one of the faces of... of Thaddea and really support amazing, yeah. especially because Nike had their blow up, you know, they've always had blow ups and they're taking the, they're just, it's so politicized out there and Thaddea is not, but it's yeah. run by really good, honest, trustworthy people. We're not using sweatshops and all this BS and shoving things down your throat. And it's just like good workout wear. And for a fitness girl like me, 
that makes all the difference. Uh, it's huge. I, I tell people, I, I don't get any nipple chafe from their stuff. And as a guy, especially since you don't wear sports bras, at least I don't have big enough boobs. I know, <laughs> I, but but, the, but it, that was the cue to me. I, I used to wear the compression stuff. I, yeah. I'm not that. I'm not that nah, but, it, but it's still form fitting on a guy. And what I love about Scott is he will listen to me. If I say, Scott, this isn't working. We need to change this up. He'll, yeah. he'll, he'll fix it. Awesome. And it's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah. And fantastic. You need to talk to you, right? He's just, and he yeah. really loves the brand and he has heart and soul, which is really unique and different. So it is. It's just, it's just that twang when you talk to him. It's that Southern twang. He's, that's he's, southern twang. Yeah, he's got it. He's got it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash specialoffer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash specialoffer. Yeah. I'm done talking to you. I always got to tell you I'm done talking because I haven't figured it. He hasn't figured me out. <laughs> yeah. I'll just keep hey, well, talking. for the audience, it's also just the fact that we're all not in the same room, which hopefully will be soon. Um, okay. But no, I, I did want to hear about all that and uh, and also just your background in fitness. And it's cool to hear everything that you've been a part of here. And you know what? It's probably one of the few interviews where we didn't get so much into politics. We pr- pretty much didn't that. get into politics at all. Um, but I mean, I, I know that you're heavily supporting Trump in this next election. Absolutely. I don't know if uh, if there's anything you want to <laughs> say about that as, as we wrap things up here. Yeah, go ahead, Joy. Hit it. Yeah, well, this president has done amazing things, you know, and this uh, whole little bit of an economy slump and this coronavirus thing is not going to keep him down. He's handling it well. He's been handling things, you know, excellently. The First Step Act is incredible. It helps black and brown people, you know, who are locked up, especially for like petty crimes, nonviolent crimes, is going back in. And that my friend actually worked on that. And uh, the fact that this president voted in that he's the first Republican or Democrat president in history to effectively have a bill vote and and like get it in and and implement something to help with prison reform. And everyone's been talking about it for a long time, like in this modern age, because we need that. So he's got so much heart and I do believe the country's in the best hands with him sailing the ship because he listens to us. And he's like, I know him personally, you know, I got to say, I'll brag a little bit. He's a kind of, you know, badass, (laughs) not for administration. They're working bent over backwards to help us and, and for the American people, not for their special interests or lobbyists and all this other pol- political stuff. That's why I voted for him. Like I, he made me a Republican. I'm a Trumplican. You know, otherwise I would have just been like apolitical. I was independent for years. I voted for Obama. I walked away. I became a hardcore Trumplican because he says what he means, means what he says. And he's got the statistics to prove it. There, there you go. I, I'm not a politic, politician at all politics. I got out of that shit what, three years ago when I was done with this. But I, I got no issues with I And I, when, when I look and I look at myself and I look at what's going on with my family, it doesn't mean I'm being selfish, but this is how I – I, I rate a president if I'm not deploying anymore. So I'll just look how how are things going? How's my 401k doing? How's my investments? How, and that's you can always tell if the president is helping with the economy and this is going to fix this this virus. This is a catastrophe. Oh, yeah. it's, it, 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 it flow. But it, when the economy is, that's when I know president's doing well. And whatever else is going on, I mean, that's look at look at this. That's how punk, how come Bill Clinton got reelected. 
sure. had a good economy. We had a strong economy. Whether he was, uh, you know, because he was having sex with an underage, uh, and have well, not not underage, not underage. Oh, she just, was she not underage? She was a no, no, no. That, then then he'd Sorry, be in jail. <laughs> well, we don't know about the Epstein thing. He wasn't. Yeah, the, the, yeah, I, yeah. I no, that would that would be a different thing to get into. I just if we're talking Monica Lewinsky, not underage. <laughs> okay, the, Ian always corrects me so we don't get blasted on social media, He's or always, or so we don't get sued, <laughs> or sued. Ian's right there, but. Again, that's why he got reelected. It wasn't for, and he was very charismatic, but the economy now, and Trump's doing outstanding. I mean, I'm just looking at my own stuff going, holy crap, what? And I don't invest money in 401ks that much anymore because I'm terrible. To me, it's like gambling, even though it's not. But I'm like, my gosh, and under Obama, eight years, nothing. And we're the, and the stock exchange went up the whole time. And no, there was no change in my my set, my 401k and under Trump and without even be investing anything, it's gone up. I don't know, 15, 15, 16,000 dollars in three oh, years. I mean, holy crap. Wow. Well, that's we're going to Vegas. Um, well, yeah, we'll go to Vegas together. Why don't we uh, just you know what? Just bring the Purell. I'll bring the toilet paper and we'll be, we'll be good to go. We'll be, we'll be set. Nobody there right now. Cheap life. I'm going to cheap Nobody wants to leave it out. Yeah, I, and that's why I'm not worried about the battle line course out there because the coronavirus doesn't like gunpowder. I'm gonna be shooting the whole time anyway, so I, I should be. I should be. You're awesome. Hey, dude, we're gonna do one more. Okay. We're going to do one. I was going to do it while you were talking about Thaddy, but I couldn't find the break in. Do one flex picture because I want to post the flex. Oh, if, will okay. you do that? Yeah. So, so we got one flex picture with the, sh- really, so the shoulder. I want to because I want to tell people about the shoulders. Yes. <laughs> got it. Hold on. Hold on. Make sure I got it. Yes. Perfect. Here, I'm going to send it to Ian. Make sure he likes it because because that's what we'll post. I'm with. sure it's going to be fun. No, Joy, Joy looks great. And as I said, I really had no idea that uh, Joy was that fit until, you know, Instagram and because of Thaddea and everything. So it's it's at. Just kidding. I do it for the. It's at. I'm pushing really hard to these last couple of weeks because I want to compete again. Nice. It's, good, uh, good so luck it's, to you. It's at Joy underscore Villa at, on Twitter. At yep. Joy Villa on Instagram, joyvilla.com. Which, by the way, I I, uh, I apologize for saying Joy Villa before. I don't know why I thought that, but uh, much like the Thaddea thing. Italian, but we pronounce it the Italian way. So a lot of people can be Joy Villa. Hey, one more time. Your new song coming out. Go ahead. And, uh, this is your, before we end up, I want people to know where they can go get it. You know, you said it. Let's do it one more time. My newest song is called Freedom Fight For It. It's available on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon Music, wherever fine music is sold, Apple Music. And you can also find it at joyvilla.com. Check out the new music video featuring Flint Bedrock. He is an awesome pro America artist as well. This awesome. was a, I have to say this was a really fun interview, and I think it yeah. showed people a different side of you. Because I do feel like, you know, it's just like Chris, when he comes on places, he gets pigeonholed with just the Benghazi stuff. Oh you get pigeonholed with just... Know. I was like, here we go again. It's so <laughs> delightful because I talk about politics all the damn time. Exactly. One aspect of me, but I am also... I have a new movie coming out, and a TV show planned, and more music, a new album coming out. I've been writing every day. Uh, yeah. And well, I, I want people, the positive women like yourself, because... There's so many women. I, a ranger buddy of mine, his name is Joe Espino. He has a daughter. We were in Iraq together. We, 
his mm-hmm. daughter's growing up, graduating from high school, and she is, needs role models. And like yourself, she she loves Tommy Lauren. Um, she yeah. loves you. But that's what I want people now. Screw the pause. How did you get to where you are now? And how have you become successful, even though you've been through obstacles? And, th- and so I want to have you on again. I want you to talk about obstacles yeah, you've overcome and things like that. Yeah, I face a lot of obstacles. People don't know about it. Uh, and we need to talk about that because they need to hear uh, from a good role model. Yeah. And that yeah. young women are, need okay. to look up to you. In a, you know, next month, I'd be happy yeah. to do it. You got AJ's number. You got it. Yeah, we'll, we'll do this again, and, and hopefully you can help us get the word out. We're uh, only 19 episodes in, and for us, honestly, this is a huge guest, so we, we really appreciate the time. I love you guys. I really appreciate it, and let's. I, I'll tell Scott, like, let's do some more stuff with it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Thaddea? Thaddea. <laughs> we got it. I know. My, fad, my bad, too. Great interview with Joy Villa. Really appreciate her coming on. And for us, it's a, it's a really big get. Um, with that, Fort Scott Munitions is a manufacturer of multi-federal patented solid copper and brass CNC spun ammunition that is designed to tumble upon impact in soft tissue, leaving devastating wound channels for faster bleed out and quicker incapacitation. This ammunition was originally developed to innovate and improve on the standard of military-grade ammunition design. It was found that not only did the TUI ammunition outperform competitors in the self-defense industry, but it quickly became apparent that it would be a top contender for hunters alike. With the ammunition being CNC spun, the tolerances are some of the tightest on the market, ensuring they receive the same results with each pull of the trigger. Fort Scott Munitions is available throughout privately owned businesses in all 50 states, as well as direct online through fortscottmunitions.com, F-O-R-T-S-C-O-T-T-M-U-N-I-T-I-O-N-S.com. Use exclusive promo code BATTLELINE for 15% off your order, only available to listeners of the BATTLELINE podcast. Fort Scott Munitions is a proud supporter of Chris Peranto, BATTLELINE Tactical, and the Battle Line podcast. Also back on for this episode, Hero Soap Company. I love these guys. No chemicals, dyes, or fragrances. No parabens that are found in common soaps that link to breast cancer and reproductive complications in men. Veteran-owned, focused on veteran charities to build housing for vets in need. And for all subscription purchases, they will match the amount of soap and send it overseas to a deployed location. The subscription is shipped straight to your door every month, so no worries of running out. Dudes always run out of their products before buying new stuff or getting more. No contract. Cancel at any time. Let freedom clean, as they say. And uh, I've ordered several different uh, scents now. And not only do I, of course, love the uh, peppermint plus cool, which we both love, the cedarwood charcoal, that is like the manliest scent now that I've <laughs> tried it. That, if you want to smell like a man, that is the one to go with. I I, I love it. I, I have that one. Actually, I, I just... I did the wood one. The woods felt like I was cleaning myself back at the barracks after getting out of the field in Fort Benning, Georgia, in the woods. I like, oh, I smelled like, oh my gosh, I'm back in the army. And that's not a bad thing. That's like getting out of the woods and you're filthy as hell. And all of a sudden you clean yourself. It was like that smell. I, I had flashbacks opening up that woods. That wood <laughs> smell it was awesome. And, and, I, and again, I didn't smell like a like a foot that had just come out of the field in the woods. It just it just it reminded me. It reminded me of being back in the army and cleaning, getting clean after you've been in a week 
on a bivouac or been weak doing operations or out at the range. Oh my gosh, range battalion out the range for a week and you're coming back and you haven't washed except for maybe a handy wipe wash on your taint. (laughs) (laughs) And and, I mean, I was, so I, and I washed, it's, it's awesome. Awesome. I said the peppermint, I love that cooling feeling, but I've just tried the woods. I have the other ones. I haven't tried that charcoal wind. It'll be the next one then after I'm done with the wood scent. But um, guys, I, I highly recommend that that soap. It's it's fantastic. And you guys that have served out there, I'm telling you, these scents and read the descriptions. He's spot on. It will remind you of times in a good the good times when you're in the military. It will it will remind you of like oh my gosh I just I just went back to basic training the first time I came out of the woods and like oh my how good that felt and you remember and you, I smiled I opened up the the, the the little case and I smiled I'm like so uh, I I just think that cedarwood charcoal is such a manly scent if uh, if I find a woman using that scent <laughs> she she may be on HGH to circle back to something we said earlier yeah don't yeah women don't get on that male hormone therapy okay <laughs> stay off that male hormone therapy stuff but uh, but I I'll try that charcoal one next and the, you know, the, how he does the packaging. Oh, I, I always awesome. love, you know, cause it does, you want to, you buy something. It's especially something like that that comes in the mail. I don't know if you're the same as me Ian, but I am, I'm, I'm looking at, it feels like Christmas, right? You got that yeah. package at your doorstep. Oh, I love you it. open it up. Oh yeah. And the, the packages is incredible, but the soap and the soap works and you're clean. And especially with everything going around nowadays, you got to have a clean soap. Yes. That stuff, that stuff will stop the coronavirus if you wash yourself. Just put that that way. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't want us to get sued for, you know what it is? Because there's, uh, there's people out there now saying that they have like cures for the coronavirus and no, they're getting sued. We're so, just yeah. talking it's about just soap, soap in general. We're just talking about the soap. Yeah. But it's not a false statement. It will. It will stop. The, it didn't say it would cure it. I said it would stop it on yourself if you wash yourself with this soap but then as being said that all jokes aside the soap is outstanding i said that wood scent is is incredible i'm telling you all you veterans out there that have been through base basic training in benning or jackson or fort lost in the woods or in the marine corps you've been in the woods you're open up that soap and be like oh my gosh i i just had a flashback of when i was a new boot it was awesome. I, I and I smiled. I smiled and I washed myself with it. And I'm gonna go take a shower again. We're gonna get done here. <laughs> well, well said, man. And you know what? I have to say, I love the CEO Lucas. Great guy. Uh, and I spoke to him on the phone at length. And he really believes in what we're doing and is against a lot of the, you know, the political yeah. correctness going on. And that's why he's glad to be on a podcast that does things that are a little bit on the edge at times. He told me he likes that, and and we appreciate it from him. So. Please support yeah. them, and if you do the subscription, you're also supporting veterans who could use soap as they're deployed. So HeroSoapCompany.com, offer code BATTLELINE for 15% off, and you can combine that with the subscription for 10% off. HeroSoapCompany.com, offer code BATTLELINE. We'll be back on Monday, guys. Hey, brother. Hey, one thing, Ian. Can I tell yeah. you one thing? Go for it. Me off here? Hey, guys. If you're getting Fort Scott munitions, if you're ordering Fort Scott right now, and it's no joke, they are backed up. There's just been a massive order. And those of you who have gone to the stores, Cabela's, Bass Pro, you know, you've seen it. Walmart, when they used to sell, well, they don't sell ammo anymore. But the stores that sell ammo, they're, they're gone. Five, five, six, nine mil ammo. So Fort Scott also, it's good for them. Hey, their business is doing great right now. But if you are ordering, there's going to be a back wait about a week or so before you get your order because they're just they're just been overwhelmed with the, with ammunition orders. So I just want to put that out there so you don't be disappointed if your order's a little late. 
I think that's probably how it is with all gun ammunition manufacturers right now. But just FY, and and, uh, and just uh, just just be patient. Yeah, thanks for putting that out there, man. All right, see you guys on Monday. That's all for this week's Battleline podcast, but we'll be back on Monday with more American Straight Talk, so make sure you're subscribed. And keep up with the show 24-7 on Facebook and Instagram at Battleline Podcast. Also on Twitter at Battleline Pod. As always, never quit.